Hey there, Purpose Warriors. Welcome to the Awaken to Purpose podcast. This is Dr. Burnell from drburnell.com, where we believe that every season in your life serves a greater purpose. If you're new to the podcast, here's what you need to know. We are a community of purpose warriors who believe that God's best version of ourselves is hidden on the inside of us, just waiting to be awakened as we grow in our relationship and continue to say yes to what God has called us to do in the earth. We know that God's purpose for our lives was preordained and the reason why he created us. So every other week, this podcast seeks to explore how to awaken to your purpose from a practical standpoint and become God's best version of you. And we do this by touching upon our five pillars of purpose, faith, relationship, identity, resiliency, and stewardship. If you want to know more about our five pillars of purpose, head over to my website at www.drvernell.com backslash podcast. So before we dive in, I need to share with you that this podcast is being brought to you by my new book, From Pain to Purpose, where I share actionable steps, biblical principles, and life lessons on how I discovered my purpose after a painful and unexpected divorce and was left to raise two children with more than a million dollars of debt, zero access, and a negative network. My book is available on my website, again, at www.drbrunel.com, also on Amazon, Barnes & Nobles, or wherever books are sold. So if you want to learn more about how to release limiting beliefs, overcome financial difficulties, experience radical breakthroughs, and step courageously into your purpose, then grab your copy today. And remember that God can use whatever unfair or unjust act, any rejection or hurtful experience, and transform your pain into your purpose. So let's jump right in. Well, good morning, good afternoon, good evening. Thank you so much for tuning in to the Awaken to Purpose podcast. I have a very special guest. She's amazing. She's incredible. Her name is Kimberly Jones. She is a serial entrepreneur. You are a business strategist. You are an entertainment executive. I mean, the list goes on and on. Why don't you share a little bit about yourself and your story? As far as my story is concerned, I want you to kind of, you know, as we get in more to conversation, where you go with my story, because it's been such a long journey that I want to make sure that I touch on all the right things. And I'm just going to allow God to kind of leave me with that. But as you were saying, being an entrepreneur, I'm a mother of two. Both of my kids are pretty much grown. My daughter is getting ready to leave to go to college next week. So Mm -hmm. going through all the little, you know, mom phases of that. However, being a business owner, owning independent record label and management company on the music exec side, I'm opening a med spa. I'm a licensed esthetician as well. Being a med spa in Encino, which should be opening probably within the next, probably like two weeks. It's called Chemistry Aesthetics and Wellness. I'm going to see some more promo on that. I've been promoing that we're going to but actually start to take appointments starting probably within the next week or two. It's a med spa in Encino. And then also on the nonprofit side, I work with another organization called Ladies of Hope Ministries and been doing some work with them. Also a transformational life coach. So Listen. a child of God, a spiritual warrior, 
a woman of faith, all of those things. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Kim, first of all, how are you able to do everything that you've been doing in your life? I mean, that list was incredibly long. <laughs> Thanks. I think, and I've had to learn to do this. It didn't, I started off doing a bunch of things and being super overwhelmed and all of those things. But what I've learned is that all my skills, God calls me to do certain skills in certain seasons. So mm-hmm. there might be a time that I'm focused on one thing and then there might be another time that I'm focused on another thing. But I just started to say, okay, you need to start bringing in more people to help you, to assist you and things like that. At first I would just do everything by myself and then I would mm-hmm. be exhausted. And then I was just like, you just don't look very pretty. You just look exhausted. And this is not what God is calling you to do. This is not supposed to be like, you can do all those things, but you still should enjoy them. You should still enjoy your life and all that. So I started to get some assistance and then just start to, you know, do different strategies and allocate certain assignments to different people and get certain help. And so just kind of, because there's so many other things that I still want to do. There's a whole long list of things that have not done yet. So I just said, in order for me to do all these things that I know that I'm called to do, I need to just start allocating some things to different people so I can get some things done. Yeah, that sounds amazing. Like, how do you even know when you talk about like God has called you to do these different things? How do you know what God has called you to do? Because I think that oftentimes people are looking for the thing or the things that God has really purposed them to do, has called them to do. Like, how did you really tap into what you believe God has called you to do? I think. First of all, establishing my relationship with God first. We could all like, you know, go to church and even read the Bible or listen to gospel music or things like that. But I think that you really have to have a relationship with the Lord, meaning you have conversations with the Lord that you are filled with God's spirit and you know how to communicate. You know when God is communicating with you and leading you to do different things. So a lot of prayer, a lot of talking to God about what's next for me. And I planted seeds in different places. And then I would wait to see which doors opened up. There might be some that opened and I say, "Mm, no, I don't know if that's it. But with everything that I've been doing right now has all come with ease. Like one door will open and then the next door will open and the next door will open. And then I kind of knew like, okay, this must be what God is calling me to do. And then I'll kind of go from there. And really, I guess I would say even in the season that I'm in today, it wasn't planned. So the thing that's going on in my life right now, and it has gone over, like even over time, I didn't know where I was going to be. And so I think that's just came from having faith and letting the Lord lead me into different directions and really praying for guidance and things like that. So it's probably going to be different for everybody, but that's just what it was for me. No, no, no. That first of all, that is incredibly beautiful. And I love just the idea that you just talked about, just kind of like planting seeds, because I think sometimes what happens is that we oftentimes are waiting for a definitive word from God. Like Jesus is going to sit on the edge of your bed and say, you are called to do this or your purpose to do that. And I love the fact that you introduced this idea of just like planting these seeds in these different places and waiting for doors to open just to see, you know, if God's hand is on that. And I just remember when, you know, you and I met and we connected and you were really doing a lot in the music industry and kind of like you had these other interests and passions. You talked about, you know, podcasting, you talked about, you know, wanting to be an esthetician, you talked about like all of these different things and just, you wanted to be a coach and like, how did you, and these are in different areas. So they're not all in the same fields, not just entertainment. It is 
or entertainment and business, it is also kind of like this coaching entrepreneurial uh, path that you are taking. It is also this wellness path that you are taking. How did you like marry all of this together? Or did you just not marry it together? And you're just like, hey, I'm flowing in the things that God has called me to do. It doesn't have to look a certain way traditionally. So like, how did you get there? I wouldn't say that I married them together, but I think the foundation of all of them is me being an entrepreneur. And these are all things that I love to do. So I love the beauty industry. And then um, I love the music industry. And then also, I think when it comes to purpose is, so my background is I worked in LA for, for LA County probation prior to me even going into music. So I worked in a unit of like unfit minors. So all the minors in my unit were being tried as adults. And there was probably maybe about between 60 and 80 kids in my unit. And when I say that I had a different kind of relationship with these kids to where I was able to manage my unit with minimal violence and fights and things like that. And then having a certain command presence in my unit to where I was able to communicate with them and help them understand like, you're in jail right now, but what happens when you go home? Or don't look at this like everybody deserves a second chance, right? So, you know, what are the next steps? Like giving them a different outlook on their life without them thinking like, this is it. Like I came to jail, so I just got, this is the rest of my life. That was kind of like, you know, when you just think certain things just come natural. So it was pretty much like, I don't even think they took me out my unit because they were like, no, you got to stay here because you got control of this unit. And that's been, the, you know, and I have kids reaching out that have left. Like Miss Jones, like, we remember what you told us or thank you for this. And if you wouldn't have told us this, we probably wouldn't be this and stuff like that. So natural things that just come that just me being a giver and just, I don't know, it's just like a natural thing to want people to be okay. Like I care about people. So I think just those things that lead me to do different things. So that's how I end up starting a nonprofit. That's how I ended up working with a nonprofit organization. And it's so funny because all of the things that with the nonprofit organization, it's for like reentry and women um, who are incarcerated and need to come home and have, you know, strategies for success when they come home. So whether it's education or employment and things like that. So they all just kind of merge back together some way, somehow at a certain point in my life. So when I say different seasons, I mean, like there's a time for purpose-driven work and there's mm-hmm. a money. You know what I mean? And these are the things that I like to do to make my money. So I, and it's just all entrepreneurship still. It's mm-hmm. like businesses that I either own or, you know, manage or something like that. It just like, even though I have my esthetician license, I don't necessarily want to be an esthetician, but I love the beauty brands. I love being in spas. And so I'm like, why not open and own something that I love to do? Mm-hmm. So background and professional knowledge that I needed with, you know, marrying that with the business knowledge that I have. And then the mm-hmm. inside the side, then I was able to open my spot. So they kind of just, I think it's more so just business. No, that sounds amazing. And I personally don't think that being an entrepreneur and being purpose driven are separate. I think that that is something that God has called us to do, which is to prosper in the earth. And what that might look like for one person might look different from another. I believe that it is around wealth building. I believe it's also around mental wealth. (laughs) Just like, you know, mental health, all of those different things. And so, yeah, I don't think that purpose is disconnected from you making money per se. I mean, just generally speaking, 
And I know people might have like different thoughts and different ideas and things of that nature. And so like, I hear all these amazing things that you're doing and just motherhood, because I know you have been traveling all over the place (laughs) and you're doing so many amazing things. Like how do you really balance being, you know, a mom and all the businesses that you either run or manage and then kind of like the one-on-one coaching that you might do as well? I think over time, I've always had my kids around. So even like if I traveled, rather it was because it was more travel with the music, going on tour and, and doing different shows and things like that. I would just take them with me. My daughter was homeschooled. My son, by the time I was doing a lot of the traveling, he was able to travel or just stay with family if he didn't want to go. Like if he was doing something in school, then he would just stay with my mom or something. But my daughter, like, you know, as you expand, then you start looking at different options. And so for her, she's been on homeschool because she was a, um all-star cheerleader. So she traveled and competed anyway. So it was just in her best interest to be on homeschool anyways. So during all of that traveling and things like that. So like, say if I was on tour around Christmas, I would just bring my kids and then we would stay in whatever country and just celebrate Christmas there or something mm-hmm. like that. So I just communicate with them a lot, take them with me and a lot of FaceTime, like a lot of FaceTime lately. <laughs> So like, you know, she has her own car and all that. But I literally, since I've been in San Francisco today, I've been on the phone with her all day, just on mm-hmm. FaceTime, talking mm-hmm. about school and shopping in the mall. I just left the mall. I'm buying jeans. She's on FaceTime. Like, you want something? Like, it's just, I think we just stay connected to where like, you know, there's communication throughout the day and mm-hmm. for us. Is there room also for, you know, other types of relationships that you might engage in, you know, now or down the road? Do you feel like there's space because you're doing so much and I love it. I love it. It's one of those things where I remember Joyce Myers talked about how is it that we all, if God willing, get 24 hours each day, but there's some people who are able to maximize their entire day. They get so much done. And then there's some who just feel like, you know, they can't always get something done. And I see you kind of like being that type of woman, that boss chick who's able to get so many different things accomplished. But I think what's most beautiful about you is your connection and your relationship with God. I mean, it just kind of like really oozes out of you and how God has like really increased your capacity. How is that like in terms of like relationships and things of that nature for you beyond your kids? Okay. So we have friendships and then Mm -hmm. we have spouses, right? Mm -hmm. Friendships. It's great to have friends that think the same, believe the same. So one of my closest friends, she is an entrepreneur and she's actually who I've been working with, with the organization and she's so on point and she's so busy. And so it's like, I look at her and see me, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Works and it helps you to understand your friend, but then she's also a woman of faith as well. So the fact that we think the same, our spiritual beliefs are the same. So I think the best thing is that when you're around people that have the same values as mm-hmm. your work ethic, it makes it easy because everybody understands why somebody's acting a certain way or, you know, you automatically say, let me help you. Cause I know, I already know how that feels to feel like you're super overwhelmed and you got 10 things to do. So let me just see how I can help. As far as relationship goes, over the years, my business partner was my husband. Mm-hmm. So time was spent with him because we traveled together. We worked together. We lived together, right? Mm-hmm. That just kind of worked itself out because we didn't have to have that separation in between. I have now since 
separated though from my husband. But God told me maybe about two years ago to start preparing for when my daughter went to school, right? Mm -hmm. I didn't know that actually meant, but there has been complete like 360 with my life just within the last two years. For me, educating myself on certain things, getting involved with different organizations and positioning myself in different places, going to, you know, taking different certifications and doing all these things that, you know, all the stuff that we were doing together. Mm -hmm. And at the time, I was like, I haven't figured out exactly what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do. I don't know what I want to do. But I completed all these different programs. And then it's like now everything is coming back full circle that, oh, well, I'm, you know, I'm working with somebody that's saying, well, we want to start a coaching certification program. And I'm like, how do you know how to do that? Like, Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? Or we got this going on. And I'm like, oh, I already got training for that already. Let me help you. And Mm -hmm. so that comes from when I tell you that when God leads me to do certain things and I listen and I'm obedient and I just do it, it's Mm -hmm. like, Lord, why are you telling me to do this? Like, I don't really know, but I just trusted that if I did it, I was doing it for a reason and I was called or led to do it for a reason. And then everything just kind of came back full circle. And so I'm able to merge like my friendships, my relationships and things like that with the people that I work with, the people that I spend time with just outside of work. It's a time where we can work all day, but then, you know, at a certain time, it's like, okay, let's cut this off. And that's it. The rest of, we're not going to talk about work anymore. We're just Mm going to, I'm rather, you know, we go eat, go travel, go do whatever, and just kind of, you know, managing the relationships with different people. Yeah, I like that. I think one of the things that you just said that really stood out and resonated for me was just surrounding yourself with like-minded people. And to have a friend who shares similar beliefs and value systems as you, and in addition to that, part of the value of kind of like leveling up in your relationships. And I think sometimes what happens is that people get stagnant, but what's so attractive to me in both men and women is that you always see some progression. You always see people trying to do better to take, you know, like go to that next level. And I don't necessarily mean that next level of, just like this fame and fortune or anything like that, but kind of like that next level with God, of you know, like increasing your obedience level. And I think that's so critical. And I think sometimes what happens is that we are in relationships with people because either out of comfort, you know, you might be familiar with it, you know, oh, you know, I've known this person for so long. And I oftentimes think that it's so incredibly important to have somebody that is growing if not at the same rate that you are, I feel like I need them to grow like even faster than me. So then I can like, kind of like catch up to where they are, or we can kind of like climb together. And so that was just like really attractive. Something that I wanted to kind of like ask you is that in terms of like your life, as you look over the course of your life, what does success look like for you? I think my emotional health, my mental health, being happy, um, being in a place to where I can make sound decisions and healthy decisions for myself. I think because what I've experienced as far as like financially, I've been in a great financial position. First of all, let me just kind of back up. Like I was a team mom, started off there and just kind of really focused on what God wanted me to do. And he blessed me so much. And that's why I put so much time into people and financial responsibilities and helping people out because I think I've been so blessed that I owe the Lord that to be able to bless other people. But like with being 
financially stable and having all of the things that I have, even with that, that doesn't really always bring people happiness and mm-hmm. peace. And so over the years, I've gone through a lot emotionally and dealt with different depression and mental health issues. Not to say that, like, you know, I was in a mental health hospital, but when you are still not in the best emotional health, then you are not able to make sound decisions for yourself and you're not able to grow and do things that would ultimately, you know, elevate you to whatever level because you just don't function properly. When I got to a place to where I start making decisions for myself that was going to be more beneficial for me than me putting other people first, then mm-hmm. I began to get a little bit healthier and I was happier. Well, not going to say was, I am happier mm-hmm. since I made certain decisions. So I think that for me is because I don't have to have a lot of money, but if I can get up and then I can smile and I can laugh and joke and I can do just live my life in peace, having a peace of mind is that's like the biggest flex of them all. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's how I feel about that. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. So, you know, kind of like as we kind of wrap up this conversation, I, I think about this as, you know, I'm thinking about faith and entrepreneurship. What is it that you know about God that you wish the whole world knew about him? I wish the whole world knew that it's not as complicated as we make it. Mm, I think (laughs) you're crying. (laughs) I think that we make living like a safe life or We make our lives more complicated because we literally go against what God tells us to do just Mm -hmm. every day. Just like say we took the Bible, right? And we just did with the Bible as far as like our instructions, right? Mm -hmm. And we just did what we were instructed to do on a regular basis. Things would be so easy, but we just do opposite. And then when you start to be obedient to what God calls you to do or just living your life according to God's will and his way, it just changes everything. And it's just like, like I can still get up. I can still go out with my friends. I can still look good. I can still drive what I want to drive. I can do all those things and still live a safe life. But I think people automatically make the assumption that to be a Christian or whatever religion you are, that you have to act a certain way. I mean, you do have to have to set some standards for yourself, but it's not as bad as I think that people make Christianity or whatever be. And I just think that is so simple. And when I started to just be obedient and just listen and stop wanting to do things my way and do it God's way, it changes everything. And it's just like, okay, like, I know I'm not supposed to do that, but you know, we have that angel and that devil that sits on our shoulder and one will tell us one thing and the other one will tell us another thing. And then we go with whatever we feel like doing. So versus, mm-hmm what we mm-hmm. actually could do. Mm-hmm. And we are creatures. And so we do things based off our emotions and our feelings versus just saying, okay, well, we feel this way, but what's the right thing to do? And then when we start doing the right thing, then things will get a little bit easier because we put ourselves in situations. Then we complain. Uh-huh. We all, I'm saying myself too. So I'm, not, too. Judging. <laughs> I'm not judging. I'm <laughs> saying I'm on through that face. I still, because nobody's perfect, right? Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying my life became so much easier and there was so much growth when I just said, okay, I'm just going to be obedient and follow God's lead instead of mine. I love everything that you just said. It was so beautiful, Kim. 
and not anything judgmental, but I love this idea of, and I found it to be true for my own personal life is it's not as complicated as you think it is to have a relationship with God. What happens in any relationship is you make an investment, right? Right. You try to get to know, you want to have conversation with, you know, and not only that, when you see him as your Lord and savior, and when you see him as like, there are commands that are given in the word, and then there are instructions of how we should live our life because God is saying like, hey, I know what's best, you know, but he's not going to force it. Follow me. That's why Jesus said, follow me. And so, yeah, I just love that. And do you think that having the faith that you have and the obedience that you have has made your entrepreneurial journey easier in some ways? Mm -hmm. I think it's made it easy. Well, I'm not going to say it makes it easier, but it helps. It Mm -hmm. helps. I would rather trust God's direction than the direction of another man, woman, whatever you want to call it, because if I already know that the Lord can see what's 10 steps ahead of me and then mm-hmm. they're talking, we can give each other advice on, on what we think and stuff like that. But ultimately God makes a decision. So just for example, when I started opening my spa, right during COVID, you know, we weren't doing any touring and things like that. So that's why I was like, well, what else do I want to do? I got the time I'm home. I can kind of, you know, start working on some other things that I love to do. Right. That's when I got my esthetician license. And within a year, I started to open my spa. But during that time, during that year, another person offered me a position to work with this organization doing the things that I absolutely love, which is pretty much the re-entry stuff that I just told you about, right? And I love that. Like, I love helping people. And then I started to say, well, Lord, like, why would you let me open my spa when you told me to go in this direction? And now you're sending me in this direction. Mm-hmm. And, but just being in prayer and saying, okay. Well, watching all of this is falling into place over here. And then this is falling into place over here. So Lord, what are you calling me to do right now? And just really stopping and like listening and seeking and saying, okay, well, this is happening over here. So then this is happening over here. So then maybe I need to do this. And then I just really, literally, I write down things. Like instead of praying, sometimes write it out. Like I'm writing a letter to the Lord. Like Instead of saying, I got to get on traditionally, get on my knees and like pray, and then I'll write it down and I say, okay, Lord, this is what this is right now. This is what I'm going through. And so I can get it out and communicate mm-hmm. what the situation is. And then I promise you, there's some way, somehow, that if it might be in a message that I listen to, it mm-hmm. might be in a word, in the Bible, my prayers are answered. The answer is there. I don't know where it comes from. So I, I mean, we're like, not to say that, like, I'm not calling a pastor and and asking a pastor for guidance. Just the Holy Spirit. (laughs) I don't think that, Lord, like, you know what I have need of and I need you to help me. I I don't want to go to anybody else to trust them and to trust their opinion. So I I need that feedback. Like, I talk like that. Like, I need you to help me out right now. And Mm -hmm. how it comes from somewhere, whether it's a message that I'm listening to for church or if it's me just reading my Bible or studying, you know, something Mm -hmm. there. Listen, write the vision and make it plain. Okay. Yeah. I've had situations like that where I process a lot in my head. I don't necessarily write it out, but as I'm thinking about things, it's an opportunity sometimes for the Holy Spirit to come in and to minister to what I'm thinking about. And then boom, I will see something or hear a word as confirmation. And I'm just like, I love that. I love that. 
But so I know you have some stuff that you need to do. You are going to an amazing fundraising event. And I got a few minutes, but yeah, a few minutes. <laughs> I love that. You have a few minutes. Ladies and gentlemen, Kim is so busy and I feel so honored that she has really taken this time to just sit with me. I really feel like you've been ministering to me and I know that this word is going to minister to other people because I know that there's so many people who are out there who might even feel like in some way that they're failing themselves, they're failing in life, that they cannot do, they should not do. And I think you really represent someone who can, right? So despite whatever obstacles are out there that you've been able to push through some things spiritually, emotionally, mentally, probably even physically. And so I think that everything that you shared is so incredible and so important. And I'm honored to really have you on the podcast today. And I just want people to know where they can reach you. Like, how can they reach you, Kim? So I do have a website, which is KimberlyLJonesConsulting.com. That's like sort of a coaching website. So you can actually go on there and book appointments on there for any kind of strategy sessions, things like that. And then my IG is Kimberly Jones official on Instagram. Facebook's just my name, Kimberly Jones. Probably a ton of Kimberly Jones on Facebook though. So you have to find me. But Instagram and the website is probably the best places. Yeah, don't worry. I will put all of your information in the show notes. So all people need to do is they can click on your Instagram. I will put that on there and then also your website. But again, I just want to thank you for your time today, Kim, for coming on and blessing us with um, your incredible story. So thank you again. Thank you. Beyond my book, if you're interested in learning more about how to become God's best version of yourself by awakening to your purpose, consider enrolling in my online course, which you'll find on my website again, which is www.drvernell.com because God's love for you and the reason why he created you is greater than you will ever know. And guess what? He wants you to succeed in carrying out your purpose.